everybody, it's Taylor Toxin, and I am so happy today because I have, from me to you, Bo, thank you for coming, my dude, Uh, he, that flex, <laughs> unfortunately you can't see the flex, but hopefully you can feel it, yo, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, how about yourselves? I'm great, dude, I'm absolutely great, it's really, really happy to see you, you so, too. so I want to get into it, I want to be asking you a couple questions, because, you know, I want to get to know you personally just as much as they do, um, Tell me about where you're from, like where you grew up exactly, you know, where you were born, where you were raised. I was born in Santa Fe. Santa Fe, born okay. Born and raised in a boring town, yeah. <laughs> it's not that boring. <laughs> you're boring. here, dude. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, get out of here. Uh-oh, we got some technical difficulties. It's okay. Life was cool. Life's normal. Single child, uh, nor only child. Mm. Um, didn't have no problem making friends growing up. I feel like I... Pretty much always surrounded myself around the right people. Uh, you know, got into things as a young person, as we all do. Okay, Made okay. my mistakes, learned from them. And, yeah, I've always been in Santa Fe my whole life, looking to leave. Hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. Go somewhere new, try, try new things. You where, know what I'm saying? Where's the dream spot? I don't know. Uh, no, the we just don't know the yet. The dream spot is, like, if I had a, a super huge amount of money, I would go overseas and... Ooh, cool okay. Low-key area. Like, I've always been really uh, fascinated with Greece, and I've been really fascinated with Jamaica recently. I don't know. I used to be on YouTube, and I look up a bunch of places and just kind of okay, all right. picture myself being there. You know I mean? No, it's good that you have that, you know, you have that image of yourself being out. That's exactly what's going to take you out there. And definitely hope so, man. O honestly, I want you to go out there, visit it, you fall in love with it, and be like, yo, I have to move here. T, real quick, man, before we keep going. Yes, sir. Y'all see this? Ooh, shout out, shout out. This is what's going on in two weeks, July 16th, on a Friday from 9 p.m. to 12 a.m. We got Young P, we got From Me to You, Me, Damn. We going hard at uh, 1252 Calle de Comercio, and motherfucking it's lit all night. You better come through and see what's popping. July 16th, everybody. Everybody listening, hopefully you remember that. July 16th, 2021. Let's put that one in the books. Now, so um, how did you come up with this? Well, when the idea, when did the idea the, come in? The cover? No, 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 no. For like the concert. The concert. You were just like, yo, I need to do the, this. Let's, you well, know. At the last concert, if you were there, thanks. June thirteenth was fucking June awesome. June thirteenth. Shout out to you. Fucking great time. Fabulous. Show. Absolutely, man. Oh uh, yeah, if you were there, I plugged. I said we're doing this all summer. We're doing this every week, and I yeah, this came about by let's get a show as fast as we can, and this was the fastest first availability that we got can't wait dude uh, it did i didn't get to book as much stuff as i thought i would but it, you know booking isn't easy and scheduling's not easy covid's over and everyone's out trying to have a good time and promote their music got get you their heart out so it's hard to book a lot of places right now so like i said thank you and thank shout out to young p's mom for hooking us up with this awesome warehouse it's gonna be a fabulous fucking concert i hope to see all y'all there Hopefully we're going to be seeing quite a few of us because we have been really desperate for it. I mean, personally, I have been, you know, I'm not speaking for everybody, just saying for myself. Um, and also, I want to talk about that last concert because it was what? The first concert right after COVID, which was a yeah. huge deal. It was, it awesome. was at um, 3910 Fields Lane over at uh, our venue spot. Caribe Event Center. Caribe Event Center. It was it was huge. And uh, luckily, because of that show, I was able to talk to the opener, GXL which was my second podcast. If you guys haven't listened to that, boy, definitely go back. Boy. And my first, who was the second of the show, Zyard. Great, man. Definitely go look at that. 
or listen back to it. Absolutely great time. Bless the kid. Um, on YouTube, on my YouTube, if anyone wants to recap the show, but you don't need to watch it because you just need <laughs> to go to this one. Go to this one. Next one. See what's good. You won't regret it. The the you energy won't. there five, is five dollars. Best five dollars you will ever spend in your entire life. <laughs> so talking about music, I want to know about your last song. Um, what is the last song that you've been working on? How did you come to it? You know, t give me the details. I just dropped a single about like two, three days ago called Say You Will. Um, it's just a freestyle. I make most okay. of my music now. I used to write all my music, and nowadays I do a punch-in style of freestyling where I'll do line by line and pretty much just like sit there as long as I need to on each line and come up with the most organic thing I can in that moment when I'm feeling the beat the most. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, literally, uh, I'm not going to lie to you. Most of my music is made by like I throw on the beat and I'll throw the headphones on and I'll just like... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You find the, med the melody I like, or like you know, I'll just like be saying things that, but not words. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I mean, so basically, when I was making that song, uh, it's on, on SoundCloud. It's not out everywhere. Go get it. Say you will. It's fucking fire. Throw a like on it. Um, but yeah, I was basically on the mic like, say you will, say you will, say you will. and I was like, say you will, say you will. And then I also got a little bit of inspiration uh, from the Kanye West song, "Say You Will," on that one too. So no way. I, I definitely have to go back to that song, listen back to it. It's a good one. I mean, I, I feel it's I feel like it's one of those songs that you're gonna be using for the future. It's it's just that it's just that one thing that you know needs a little bit or that you wanna add a little bit, but you don't know when. Yeah. So you're gonna come back to it later. So it was one of those beginning projects, I feel. Yeah, I mean like the the album Immortal Love was the first time that I've ever really been like super conceptual down to like the titles of the music, uh, the order it's placed, like mm -hmm. the way you're listening to it. That's your baby. And, um, you have you have every right to be meticulous yeah, about it. Absolutely, yeah. So that album was set up over a year and a half of planning and doing stuff. And I realized that like um, that's not the way I want to do things. I love the project, but I don't because I focused so much on so many details other than the music that it stressed me out to the point where I'm like, I rushed that, excuse me, putting that out. Uh, I could have done way better. I could have made a better song. Um, and yeah, it just ended up being what it was. Like, okay, this shit's fire. It's on the album without really thinking about it, mm -hmm. but still trying to be conceptual. So <coughs> like, it made me stressed out. And like, now I don't really listen to any of it. And I'm like, kind of like, damn. Um, I mean, I promoted it a lot. Like, yeah, a whole lot. I, I still like, see it. Yeah, I know people like it. <laughs> it's lit. I, I mean, I like it, but like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, but. Uh, can, can I just add in? Like, I feel like that's a bit of an, an initiation in, into the music. You know what I mean? It was one of those things that you had to experience mm. so you can avoid in the future. Like, if I'm going to put out music, I need to have this flow of ener positive energy. Got to keep it consistent. And it's one of those things that you learn from. So the next time you come face to face with it, you know what to do to avoid the outcome from last time. You right. know what I mean? And that, I mean, it, it's a pain in the ass to go through, but I'm happy that you went through it so that, you know, you're going to just upgrade yeah. from here. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I just, yeah, I realized that the, the best way I create is just uh, feeling when I feel an emotion really hard, whichever emotion I may be, I got to make a song right then and there. And mm -hmm. It's, uh, I don't say may, no more saying maybe type shit, you know, uh, just yes or no. So if it doesn't take you anywhere. Yeah. If, I it's, know. if it's not a song, if it's not going delete next. Okay. So, so next question I, I want to know is, um, when, when was it in your life that you realized that you wanted to do music? You had a calling for it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, was there a moment where it just clicked like, damn, yo, I can do singing. Well, I'm a good poet, you know, I'm not good at singing. 
I, <laughs> I, I, I disagree. I mean, okay. I just, oh, dude, I want a freaking vibrato, like post Malone, man. I wanna <laughs> you're getting there though. I'm sorry. I'm trying. You, you, you know what you need to improve. Um, so that just means that you're going to, I mean, music's always know? been in my life. My mom uh, is a professional violinist. So, uh, from a young How age, cool. she um, would try to get me to, and she would enroll me in, in a bunch of instruments mm-hmm. and without basically like asking me. So I would feel like I was like being forced to do what she did. So I didn't grow an appreciation for it. Like I wish I would have. Because, I understand. Um, it definitely gave me my tempo, you know, and my sense of like music theory and like notes and tones and whatnot i played the violin the trumpet the drums the guitar the piano and that's what i want to get back on is the piano so i guess you could say music was introduced to me at two years old but i didn't actually want to make music myself until about 15 years old uh me and the boys would freestyle in the car at school santa fe high parking lot and that's what's up um, they were like yeah Yo, you're pretty good and i was like bullshit down okay <laughs> so got a little ego around me you know there you I go said let's do it my music used to be super trash and you know now it's all right but no it, it's it more than a right somewhere Give i've been making some music for about six or seven years now so it's cool good for you man it, it, it doesn't really matter when you realize it just as long as you do realize it before mm-hmm. like what it's too late when yeah. you're you know really down the road and you can't <laughs> afford yeah. it unfortunately but um well, I'm glad that you're really in it, and I'm glad that you're uh, definitely upgrading because, you know, like like w- like you said, I don't exactly agree with it, but your beginning music, it wasn't like <laughs> the 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 hottest. I just but didn't find my voice yet, you know. Like yes, it was like yeah, I couldn't. And then when you started singing more, out. that's to when to this day I still try to explore all kinds of different mm-hmm. uh, vocal cadences and different things. So. A lot of people always tell me, oh, you sound so different. Like, this is you. You sound different than the last song you sang. Like, yeah, why the hell do you want to sound the same the whole time? Like, no, but... That's, th- just, yeah, that's what I just what I try to do, I guess. That's how it's supposed to be. That's what makes you a... Um, uh, sh- <laughs> can't remember the word. Um, but it makes you uh, universal, basically. You know, your style. Um, so, how about the next question, my dude? Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me about, you know, the first time that... The first time that you recorded a song... What was that experience like? Because the first time is always, you know, one of the best. I yeah. I, I want to know your personal. Oh, it was fucking awesome. The first time I recorded a song was in a tool shed in my friend's backyard. Shout out to Chapter <laughs> Chapter Million. Chapter Million, if you're on either of these videos. Shout out to you, <laughs> big bro. Um, yeah, my brother Chapter Million and Zayard, uh, they're two of my first friends. Right as soon as I got to Santa Fe High, I knew Daniel a little bit before. Zayard's name is Daniel. Sorry, fucking Zayard. <laughs> it took me a second. Zayard. It took me a second. <laughs> um, uh, right before high school, it was super cool. So he's always, he kind of like brought me around. I thought he was dope. You know what I mean? I was like, oh my god. Same with Jell said. You know what I mean? Like all the inspiration comes from that guy for sure. Uh, mm. He was one of the only ones doing it out here. There was like, there was Zayard, and there was like maybe two, three other artists. And uh, yeah, he put he he put me into that vibe. He he showed me that, and so did Chapter Million. And Chapter Million brought me to his house and he was like basically let's fuck around like let's experiment he was the first one to uh, come forward to me like that and like offer me to to record my shit because i was just messing around with it so mm-hmm. that's we special recorded, we had like an that. instrument mic like the kind that's meant for like drums like you'll put it like it's like a stick it was yeah. Like, yeah 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 i remember and um we put it inside of a laundry bin um and the, inside the laundry bin you guys know like the fucking uh like 
kids floor mats and you place them together like legos but they're like squishy and colored yeah they like lock into each mm -hmm. other so those were inlaid inside the bin to like create a booth there's so much reverb in there we didn't know what we were doing like you know what i'm saying we, <laughs> but um yeah it was cool bro we recorded a bunch of ass for like a couple of years and it <laughs> i i love every experience i had there i'm so appreciative of brandon chapter million zared all my brothers for um putting me on that that's what's up yeah. man Th those types of people like really bring you up so i want to move into you know you're you're getting out of high school you're working on music you're devoting your time to it um have you gone on any tours yet? I mean, where have you gone? I that was what we were doing right before COVID. We did too. We did a Colorado tour with Eddie Baker. Shout out Eddie Baker. Fuck Tyrell Skirt. <laughs> Shit. Um, uh, shout out Eddie Baker and um, all the rest of those uh, Shiprock Farmington boys and cool as hell. Uh, we went to Durango, Colorado um, and did a show out in Farmington. So it was like, I, I mean, you could say we toured, we did two shows. We did get to travel. It was yeah, cool. Th that's, um, that's something. Arizona was our actual planned tour. We had a group at the time called die young. It was me, myself for me to you, Bo swank Buddha and our homie love sick Manny. And, uh, we had a little collective going on and, uh, we were going to run it to Arizona with, um, those homies as well. And, none of those shows went as planned uh we actually didn't perform a single fucking song in any city but we had a fabulous time due to the fact that we met some really cool people out out in az and we fucking uh turned up bro we went to the clubs down to earth ass people bro like shit i've never seen before like you go to albuquerque fucking santa fe you're chilling bro like people look at you all fucked up like what are you doing here <laughs> out, in, out in az bro people were like yo you fly like you want to smoke What's up? What's up? Is this your song? Ty, yo, come over here. Check it out. Like, so it was love. It was love. And I really liked the experience I had. I got, I learned a lot of things about being on the road and like, uh, what it, what it means to, I don't know, carry yourself as an artist and do things properly. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It was, it was hard, bro. Being an Escalade with 10 people fucking in Arizona is fucking difficult. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that shit was cool. definitely worth a while. A lot. Yeah. I've been performing for a long time. So how, how, how long were you, how long were you, uh, how long were you away? Uh, the Arizona was Tempe Mesa and Flagstaff plus two New Mexico shows. So we were gone for like a week. The New Mexico shows, mm. one of them happened. That was right before we left to Arizona. Came back. Supposed to have another New Mexico show. Had issues with people on the on the tour on the way. And, you know, that show didn't happen. So we were gone for probably like a week, two week and a half, something like that. And um, Durango, we were only gone for like two, three days. Shout out to my mother. If you can't credit mm. your mom, shout out to all the moms out there. Okay, this is what happened. All right. So we're in Farmington. We're doing the show. They were like, yo, you guys want to finish the tour with us? You trying to come along? And we were like, my god like yeah duh but like we didn't have no money like <laughs> mm -hmm. we spent it on the hotel for that city that we were in so we were like call my mom shout out to my mom thank you mom she sent me a hundred dollars and we went to colorado and we fucking turned that shit up <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we didn't have no hotel in colorado either because we spent all our money on gas and food and uh julian pelacas do you remember his name that kid that we stayed at his house what was his name i'll plug him on here yeah, what was his name? Who? I have no 
So basically, like yeah, he he opened up for us. It was his first concert of his life. He was super jazzed, and we were like, "Fuck, we don't got nowhere to stay." He was like, "Yo, y'all can come stay at my house." So we were like, "That's cool as fuck." Go over to this kid's house, like up the street. Durango's weird, bro. Durango's like a little canyon inside a mountain. Fucking uh, pulls out some acid. He gets a vial of acid. He's like, "You guys want to have a good night?" Like, so we did some a- did some acid in Durango. Yeah, he had, a li- he had a lizard. We had Watch we had s- some lizard. groupie bitches followed us from like the last city into Colorado. They're like in our car, like we were on acid. Like we didn't know what the fuck was going on. It was crazy. It was fun. <laughs> Those experiences, dude. Those are payments. <laughs> I fucking love it, dude. Um, so th- touring is definitely gonna ha- gonna be happening now that COVID is basically yeah, over, right? It's gonna happen. Okay, I can't I can't wait to talk um, about I it a little know, bit more. I mean, I have nothing uh, planned because I'm, you know, I'm out here trying to find a, a new living situation. I'm trying mm-hmm. to determine whether I want to stay in Santa Fe or not and, you know, do it. Got do you. it somewhere else. Do the thing. So I mean, you have connections, once right? Once I figure that out, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, cause right now, you know, to to be paying for your stuff, what 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 are you doing for, for work? Work at Best Days. Best, Best Days Dispensary. Dispensary. Damn city, mm. you know, it's popping. Uh, I just recently got assistant manager over there, so I'm doing good. That's pretty much the only thing keeping me around. I'm not gonna lie, uh, and the fact that we're creating this dope ass vibe in this city, and we're getting these shows to turn the fuck up, and y'all have been amazing. Santa Fe has been amazing. I love it. I love my city. Santa Fe. I just feel like I really need to do something for myself. You know, I think I really need to like focus on myself and what's next, okay. and maybe try to explore somewhere where I know nobody. I I don't know nobody, but you know what I mean. Like you, what like what what is next for Bo? Um, you know, you know, um, you know. What what would you want? I'm just playing. <laughs> um, going to I don't know. I look. I've been looking at Florida. I've been looking at Colorado. And mm. I've been looking at here. So okay. between those three. All right. I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with buying an establishment here and traveling. You know what I mean? You have a foundation it's where you can come. Expensive here, Taylor. It's expensive here. You should see I what know. you get. I know. For Why do you think I got three jobs, my dude? In Santa Fe and nineteen hundred dollars in Denver. It's insane. Shout out Mike. If you know, you know. I know. I know you're gonna be able to find a way. I know in time. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so back to your music. I wanna. Um, I wanna talk about. So if so, if someone walked up to you or someone was having a conversation with you, what would you say? Uh, you are the type of uh of artist. So. Describing you asked me this question because, um, yeah, I, I freak out when people ask me that. They're like, what what kind of music is that? I just told some people downtown we were putting out flyers and they asked for some directions and I said we're going we are we're having a concert July sixteenth. You guys should come through. It's gonna be awesome. They said, what kind of music do you make? I was like, fuck, I hate this. <laughs> was like, well, I, because a reason I hate it is because I hate being the white kid that says I'm a rapper. So. I tell them like, well, I do make a variety of music and that's why I try to switch it up and do the most. Uh, okay. Rapping is not my favorite. I feel like I, I don't know. Like I relate the most to whatever I make in the moment that I like and then I'll move on and I'll hate it. Okay. In a week. But I, I tell people, <laughs> I say I make a variation of indie rock, hip hop and R&B. Check on me. I can't sing good, but I try. That's what I say. <laughs> but you're working on it, dude. Yeah. And honestly, that really is a good answer because it gives them a certain realm to concentrate on, you know, mm. because there's a lot of music out there that has everything in it. There's a little bit of country in the hip hop now yeah. and people are loving it. They're eating that up. Yeah. Um. So, you know, it's, it's good that you are able to use 
multiple genres to explain yourself because yep. you are a multiple genre person. Shout out to XXX Tentacion. Rest in peace, please. If you are um, dead, rest in peace, sir. 2018, when he started like dropping his newer albums of this is like a whole it would be a whole album and be like five hard songs five rock songs three r&b songs mm-hmm. three like i don't even know what to call it it was the craziest thing i've ever heard it inspired me so much to be like wow like because every album i was used to hearing up until that point is like all right it's this artist it's their vibe the entire time people will like one or two songs mm-hmm. two stars on apple music the rest gets played out i thought x was doing it so good because he switched up so much throughout each album and it was like a a never-ending vibe but yet so him that it made sense that it was an album but it was so much different music that that really inspired me to like yo like shit don't have to make sense just Mm -hmm. do it like whatever whatever sound whatever beat like if you're feeling it filming it run it like um and people will tell you they tell me like what like what's your style you don't got you don't have to have a style i think like you should have like, all the styles right you should be a fucking I have a full style explanation. bender israel adesanya in this movie <laughs> 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 all right my guys so really quick uh we have reached the end of our first part with our interview with Bo. much love to everybody for listening and we will be back to you Thanks on part me, two of course my dude